Welcome and thank you for downloading the Trinity Now podcast, recorded live from Trinity Church of Weston Chapel. For more information about Trinity Church, please visit us online at trinitychurchnow.com. Now, let's join Pastor Dave. Open your Bibles, please, to Revelation. Revelation uh, 3, 14 to 22. Ha! There it is. Okay, you don't have to open them. But, you know, this is going to take a while. You have to break the habit. (laughs) Still bring your Bible anyway. You you never know when we're going to have a glitch. So, (laughs) open your Bibles. So would you please stand for the reading of God's Word? And to the angel of the church of the Laodiceans write, These things says the Amen, the faithful and the true witness, the beginning of the creation of God. I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. I could wish you were cold or hot. So then because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. Because you say I am rich, and have become wealthy, and have need of nothing, and do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. I counsel you to buy from me gold refined in the fire, that you may be rich, and white garments, that you may be clothed, that the shame of your nakedness may not be revealed, and anoint your eyes with eye salve, that you may see. As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten, Therefore, be zealous and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in to him and dine with him and he with me. To him who comes, I will grant to sit with me on my throne as I also overcame and sat with my father on his throne. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Would you bow your heads with me, please? Our gracious Father, I thank you so much for this opportunity to be here together, to to come and to worship, to open your your word then together and and to know how precious it is in your sight. Father, I just ask your blessings upon us. Open Open our eyes. Open our minds. Lead us in a direction that only you can lead. Father, in all of it, the glory is yours. And we pray this in your most precious name. Amen. You may be seated. You may be seated. But please leave your screen open. I don't know. I'm not quite sure how this works. But Leave your apps open. You never know. You never know. Um, I hope you all had a nice fourth. Um, it's it's uh, this, this year. Well, actually, for the last two years, we've had uh, some friends... Um, that come down from New York and they have a place in Bradenton and and so we go down and spend a uh, a night with them and and uh, so the last couple of uh, fourths uh, we've gone to um, the city of Bradenton's fireworks. Um, they are um, tremendous. I I I can't imagine a, a a town the size of of Bradenton being able to put on a fireworks display display like this. 
Um, I, as far as I can figure, from where where you stand and where you watch them from, they must they must put a barge out into the Manatee River or whatever and just fire them off from there. Um, they're the only ones that I know that that probably three times during the show you think you're in the finale, and and you're not. Um, and it, it is just incredible. And then when they finally have the finale, you stand there and you wait. Are they really done this time? You know, but but they do. They all the, when when finally after about a half hour last year they went 45 minutes. I mean, it was. I don't think I've ever in a in a fireworks display gone. Wow, are you? Man, you gonna quit or what? You know, I mean, but it was, it was so, it was really, it was excellent. And I, you know, and I remember over the years, and I know I've, I've done this before, but, but when I draw back from my childhood, a lot of times I, I think about, um, um, holidays such as this, the 4th of July, um, what it was like when, you know, growing up in a small town and, and, uh, all of the parades that we used to, used to have, um, all of the schools coming together, all the firemen, um, they're, they're the different fire companies coming together, all of which had a band. And, and uh, you know, it really was this old town of uh, America, you know, where, where people get there early, set up the lawn chairs um, along the side of the road, and, and you watch, you know, that, that first group that comes down, you know, here comes the American flag. Here it is. And, and you watch everybody stand and, and, and put their hands over their heart. You could tell the military because they salute. Um, and then, you know, and then the music, you know, the bands all come down. And, and it's such a, it's such a good time. And it's, it's, it's so, it's, fireworks, folks, is great. It's fun. Um, it, it makes you think. But fireworks is is not is not really what this is all about. Um, I'll tell you what the Fourth of July is is all about is is that feeling that you have as you're standing there watching the flag go by. That's really what the Fourth of July is all about. It's it's about a remembrance of 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 those of times past of those who who had given you know given their lives um, for the freedoms that that we enjoy. Um, in this country, um, it's it's something we're 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 celebrating our independence, um, our freedoms. Um, again, we we in this church um, understand independence. We're an independent church, and I and I remember you know uh, back in 2010 we became an independent church, and it just so happens that it falls on the on the fourth of July. Well, on the fourth of July. <laughs> On, on the first, actually July 1st of, of every year is, is our independence. We should know we, we have two, two different, uh, uh, times to, to celebrate that, that independence. But it's, it is our freedom for the fourth that, that needs to be celebrated. And I, and I don't believe, the thing is, is I don't believe that any of us here, there's nobody that's sitting in, in this room today that, that doesn't know or doesn't know what it's like to not have freedom. You know, it, it's you. You didn't. You'd never uh, probably lived in in a time when when there was oppression over over this country. And in fact, it, it hasn't been here. But but it's it's something that we that we celebrate. We have the right to of uh, the freedom of speech of a religion to to congregate, um, a freedom of 
of life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness, the 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 thing that that you know you've you've been told since you were a little kid that you know you you could be anything that you wanted to be, anything, anything that you wanted to be. All you had to do was work for it. That's all you had to do. Even your little girls, they, you know, as 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 your little girls were were you know, sitting on your knee, you know, you, I was, you would never be afraid to say, you know something, honey, someday you could be president. You could. And, and, and it wouldn't be something that would be far-fetched. Because you can be, and that's, and that was what the beauty was of this country, is that you could be anything you wanted to be. You could. And that was the beauty of, of this country. Um, we've just, we've just known it no other way. There was no other. It, it, but did it just happen? No, of course it didn't just happen. We didn't wake up one day and, and just find ourselves to be free. Um, as, as a matter of fact, the fact is, someone, someone gave a life. There were many lives that were given for the freedoms that, that we enjoy in this country. Um, but the thing is, folks, is that anything in life, you know, that, that thing that, you know, I'm telling you that you could even have your daughter sitting on your lap saying, "Honey, you could be president one day." But but you got to understand something, honey, that anything that is worthwhile is going to cost. There is going to be a cost. Someone's not going to walk up to you and just hand it to you. You you've got to work for this. Our our freedom came with a cost. There was a costly uh price attached to to freedom. Um there were many lives that, that have been given for, for, you know, our freedom. And I know that there isn't one of us here. And, and you can tell that when we sing God Bless America or God Bless the USA. When we, when we sing that, I, I can look out there and I can see you and I can see where, where you're at in this and, and people stand. They stand because there is something that we believe in. And that there are lives that were lost in the process of, of, of some, of gaining our freedom. And those lives, I know that you feel this way too, that those, those lives, those names should never be forget, forgotten. Um, you see, the reason that I bring up, a lot of times I bring up my, my childhood, um, and, and what it was like in, in the celebration of the 4th of July, um, I, I bring that up to you. Because a lot of times it's forgotten today, and and it is forgotten, and that's why I say you know the Fourth of July really it really isn't about fireworks, guys. It's it's about what what those people felt on the side of the road. You see that, and that's the part that we kind of forget sometimes. And and the thing is, is that you don't see it as much anymore because people don't feel it as much anymore. And when you think about about freedom. It, it makes us. It, maybe in a in a younger generation, it gets lost um, because it's something that we've always had. And so, when it's something that you've always had, it's something that you don't understand what the cost was, or why we got it, or how we got it. And the danger is, is that on something that you don't pay for yourself, a lot of times you're willing to give it away. You know, you can to put that into into terms. 
that maybe we can kind of kind of grasp a little bit. It's like it's like having a son um, that that his first car you give him, and he beats the thing right into the ground, and he does such. He takes it and he, and he puts a, a big four-barrel carburetor on it. <laughs> he he does all kinds of things to it, and and. Uh, uh, you know, and, and, and he has it and he doesn't, maybe he doesn't appreciate it. Or, or maybe he, he runs the thing out of oil because he, he didn't ever think about changing the oil or ever think about even checking the oil because it wasn't his car to begin with. He didn't really put out the, the blood, sweat, and tears for the car. And that's the way we are with freedom a lot of times. Um, you know, folks, we, we do have a tendency in what we haven't worked for, to give it away. When you look at the danger of this country, the dangers that we face in this country, or, or our problems, what are our problems? Are they the right and the left? Um, the, the, the blue and the red? Uh, the elephant and the donkey? Is any of that of what our problems are in this country? Actually, no. It's, that is not what our problem is in this country. The danger that we face in this country, the danger that faces us on a daily basis, is apathy. We're apathetic. We just, we just don't care. That is a danger. And if you think about it, as, as the country goes, so goes the church. Church is the same way. Rather than the church being an example in society, the church is an example of society, and it was never meant to be that way. Never meant to be that way. We were supposed to. It's, it's like I was saying before, this church needs to be that beacon in this community. A, a beacon what? That agrees with society? No. A beacon that stands against the ways of the world. We're not supposed to... to um, uh, we're supposed to be an example of, of, no, we're supposed to be an example to the, the world, to the church, to society. But we forget. As we are with the country, so we are in the church, and we, and we kind of forget sometimes about the sacrifice that made us free in this country. But then we turn it around and say we've also forgotten about the sacrifice that Jesus gave for this, for this church freedom that we enjoy came from Jesus Christ. He's the one that paid the price for our freedom. He's the one that paid the price for my freedom. He's the one that paid the price for your freedom. And you see, the reason that I, I chose the scripture today is, is the similarities between the church and, and this country. Um, See, there's no doubt uh, when, when you look at these churches um, in, in the book of Revelation, in the book of Revelation, um, that, that we are, the church today is the church of the Laodiceans. There's no doubt on this. I know when I was uh, doing the Revelation Bible study, we went through all seven churches, and I said it then. And I said that, you know, this, the church of the Laodiceans, is the church the church today. And if you look at all the other churches that Jesus is speaking of in the book of Revelation, um, you'll, you'll notice something. First of all, you've got the church of Ephesus, 
the church in Smyrna, the church in Pergamos, the church in Thyatira, the church in Sardis, the church in Philadelphia, and then you come to the last one, and it is the church of the Laodiceans. Did you catch the difference there? The other ones were churches in. This, the church today is the church of the, the Laodiceans. Let me, let me quick read uh, these verses to you again. I know your works, that you were neither cold nor hot. I could wish you were cold or hot. So then because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth because you say, I am rich, I have become wealthy, I have no need of, of anything, I do not know, and you do not know that you are wretched, miserable, poor, blind, and naked. Because we have it all. We have, we, we take the, the blessedness that God has given us in this country to be a wealthy country, but it has affected the church. Because the church has need of anything. And the apathy, apathy has fallen into the church and the church has become something that just doesn't care. It just doesn't care. And when the church doesn't care, the church doesn't think about the sacrifice that was given for the, for the church to even exist today. It says we're rich and we don't need anything. Least of all, we don't need Jesus Christ. Can you imagine? See, we're neither hot nor cold. We just don't care. The apathy in churches today. We're apathetic. Apathy just, just runs rampant. And, and the thing is, is, is what it, what Christ says to that church. To the church of the Laodiceans. It's not Christ's church. It's their church. And what he says to them, he says, I'll vomit you out of my mouth. You know, I, I tell you, I don't know if that bothers you but it troubles me greatly. I, I can't imagine a Lord and Savior that would be so upset with, with a church or with, with Christians that are so apathetic they could care less to where Jesus would actually say, my goodness, you make me sick. And, and I'll vomit you out of my mouth. And that, and that just it troubles me. When I look at church, some churches today that, that just take Jesus and throw Jesus out of the church and, and why that is actually done. You see, in this country, it seems that, that our faith has, has no strength. We have his word. We have his word to fall back on. And, and we don't study it. Instead, we let the world tell us how we are supposed to be and what we're supposed to believe in. We give away our, our faith because we want, don't want to offend anyone. Folks, we expect things to change without us changing. We, we look at, at what is happening with our freedoms in this country as we start giving them away, and we are. And, and when you look at the church and we're doing the same thing, we're giving our faith away. And, and all for the lie that we need to be more relevant to today's society. We have to be at a point where where we can't we can't call sin sin. We can't call sin sin. Because because we might hurt somebody's feelings. Folks, we can't be that way. And we won't be that way here. We'll offend people here. If you want to know if you're a sinner, yeah, I'll tell you you're a sinner. But I'll but I'll also include myself in that I am a sinner. 
I was born a sinner. That's the way I am. But I'm covered by the grace of Jesus Christ. I can't throw Jesus out of the church because that's where my grace comes from. That's why I'm saved is through Him. Through, through what Jesus Christ did for me. See, He's the one that created this church. And, and we can't throw Him out for anything. You see, can you stand not, not just for Jesus, but can you stand with Jesus? That's the question that we really need to ask ourselves. Are we standing not just, you know, not just for Jesus, but can we stand with Him? Stand with Him in, in society today. Can, can you choose not to be apathetic about your faith? Can we do that? Can, can we get into His Word and become knowledgeable in His Word? Can we get into this and study His Word? You see, you can't be led astray when, when you, when you have His Word and when you study His Word. You can't be led astray in this. I'm asking you as a church to make a commitment. As, as a church and everyone sitting here today, I ask you to make a commitment to strengthen your faith. To make it what it, what it isn't now. To take it that next step, to get involved in, in Bible studies and in Sunday schools, to take your faith seriously, to turn, get into a reading program in, in your Bible, to, to, to study your Bible, to not be taken astray by, by a TV evangelist or anything like that, but to know and to trust the Word of God, to take your Word seriously. You see, folks, we, we say this all the time. We say it all the time. The world is changing. Things are, are not as, as they used to be. Uh, we, we look at, at the world around us and we shake our heads and we can't understand what's going on. But actually what is happening in, in all of this, what is happening is that we are losing our faith because we're giving it away. No one is actually stealing it from us. But in our efforts to try and be like the world, you give your faith away. We can't do that. We can't do that. We need to be strong in, in the faith. We need to remember the reason that we are who we are, what makes us uniquely Christian. And if you were to ask this question to Christians across this nation, you would say, what makes you a Christian? The resurrection of Jesus Christ. That's what does it. You see, what a beautiful time to, to actually be able to, to uh, take communion is, is on this day of, of, that we celebrate our independence. Why are we independent? We're independent because of Jesus Christ. Because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross. On the night that Jesus was betrayed, in that upper room with his disciples, after finishing the Passover meal, Jesus took the bread and he gave thanks to the Father. And he broke the bread. And he said, this is my body which is given for you. Eat this. And when you do, do this in remembrance of me. Scripture tells us this one, this, this one sacrament we do this until he returns.
after the bread, he took the cup. And again, he gave thanks to the Father. And he said, and he said this cup is my blood of the New Testament, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sin. He said, drink this. And when you do, do this in remembrance of me. For what he has given us, the sacrifice that was made for the forgiveness of our sins. Let's bow our heads. Our Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for being our God, for loving us, for the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on this cross. Father, we, we know that without Christ, we're lost. Without him, we're nothing. And so, Father, as we come to your table this morning, we, we thank you. We thank you for Christ. We thank you for what he means in each of our lives. Let us think about the sacrifice, Father, as, as each of us comes to partake in this, in this sacrament. Father, bless these common elements, the bread and the juice. Let it be the body and the blood of Christ for all of us who partake. And we pray this in Jesus' most precious name. Amen. Will those who are, are serving uh, and the ushers please come forward. Thank you for listening to the Trinity Now podcast. For more information about Trinity Church, please visit us online at trinitychurchnow.com. We hope today's sermon has touched your heart, and we hope you will join us next week for another message from God's Word.